Well, we're into week three of the federal election campaign, and a new abacus data poll has the Liberals and Conservatives neck and neck, with the NDP trailing in third. But we do find that the Conservatives are now ahead among those most likely to vote. Welcome back to In Focus with David Coletto. I'm David Coletto. On this briefing episode of In Focus, I share the results of a new abacus data survey conducted from August 24th to 29, in which we surveyed 2,000 Canadians eligible to vote in this current federal election. Here's what we're seeing. If an election were held now, the Liberals would win 33% of the vote, unchanged from last week, and up one over the Conservatives at 32, who have gained three points in a week. The New Democrats are at 22%, down one. The Green Party at 2%, down two. And the Bloc is at 34% in Quebec, up five. Now, regionally, we see the Liberals and New Democrats statistically tied in British Columbia, with the Conservatives not that far back at 32%. The Greens are at two in BC, which is the lowest number we have seen for that party in BC for a very long time and matches the extremely low number for the Greens federally at 2%. In Alberta, 52% would vote Conservative compared to 26 for the NDP, 14 for the Liberals, three for the Greens, and three for the People's Party. In Ontario, we have the Liberals ahead by seven, 39 to 32 over the Conservatives with the NDP at 22. In Quebec, the BQ is at 34, the Liberals at 29, and the Conservatives at 20 with the New Democrats in fourth at 12%. And finally, in Atlantic Canada, we've got the Liberals at 50%, well ahead of the Conservatives at 30, and the NDP at 19. When we look at the overall picture, so the Conservatives are up, the race is tighter, but much of the change has happened for the Conservatives in the prairies, and the Liberals continue to do well in their key battlegrounds of BC, Ontario, Quebec, and Atlantic Canada. Now, although the Liberals and the Conservatives are statistically tied among all decided respondents, among those who say they are definitely going to vote in the election, the Conservatives have opened up a two-point lead over the Liberals, 34% for the Conservatives, 32 for the Liberals, and 21 for the New Democrats. What's driving this? Well, the Conservatives are holding most of their vote from 2019. 87% of those who said they voted Conservative in the last federal election say they'd vote Conservative today. The New Democrats are also holding most of their vote. 83% of their 2019 vote is holding with them, losing a bit to the Liberals, 7%. Uh, and, and tiny bits to the Conservatives and to the Bloc. The Liberals are holding on to the least of the four main parties. 79% of past Liberal voters say they would vote Liberal again, losing 12 percentage points of their vote to the New Democrats and 8% to the Conservatives. Now, now for the Greens, who are at 2% nationally, they're holding on to just under half of their 2019 vote, losing a third of their voters to the New Democrats, 10% to the Liberals, and 7% to the Conservatives. Now, when we ask respondents which of four the most likely outcomes based on today's numbers, they would prefer, 60% would prefer a liberal victory, while 40% would prefer a conservative one. Compared with last week, preference for a liberal government is down three points, with a corresponding three-point rise in preference for a conservative win. Now, among important liberal NDP switchers, those that put their first choice as either 
liberal or NDP, 99% would prefer a liberal victory to a conservative one. Among NDP voters, 82% would prefer a liberal win. And among bloc supporters, a clear majority, 61%, would prefer the liberals to win as opposed to the conservatives. Now, we continue to track expected election outcomes. As of today, 43% expect the Liberals to win. And now that's down five points since last week, followed by the Conservatives at 23%. That's up five and 9% who expect the NDP to come out on top. One out of four respondents remain unsure of who will win this election. Now, when it comes to leadership, we continue to see Mr. Singh making small gains. 44% have a positive view of the NDP leader. Mr. O'Toole continues his movement forward. 29% have a positive view of Mr. O'Toole, but 42% still have a negative view, meaning he has the highest net negative score. For the Prime Minister and Mr. Trudeau, he has a net score of minus three, with 40% having a positive view and 43% viewing him negatively. In Quebec, uh, Mr. Blanchet has a plus 16, compared to plus seven for Mr. Trudeau and minus 13 for Mr. O'Toole. Now we continue to track what we call campaign effects, asking respondents whether their view of the leaders is improving or declining over the, over the course of the campaign. Uh, Mr. Trudeau has the highest negative momentum with 21 points of people more likely to say their views are declining as opposed to improving, and Mr. Singh having the most positive with a plus 20 36% saying their views of Mr. Singh are getting better compared to 16% who say they're getting worse. Now, for Mr. O'Toole, this is the first week in which more people think their views are improving as opposed to declining. He has a momentum score of plus four. Also noteworthy in our survey is the desire for change number. 48% of people today say they definitely want a change in government. That's up four points from last week. Still below the number at the end of the 2019 campaign, but slowly getting closer to that number, signaling that uh, voters are perhaps looking for more change as this campaign goes on, uh, and a troubling number for the Liberals who are looking to be re-elected. Now, when we ask people who they'd prefer to be Prime Minister at the end of the election, 36% choose Mr. Trudeau. That's unchanged from last week. Mr. Mr. O'Toole is at 32%. That's up two. While Mr. Singh is at 25 down two points. Now, my perspective, this election is now close and competitive, and the outcome is far from clear. Now, we're not seeing the same kind of conservative leads as some of the others in our industry are showing, particularly those that complete their surveys by interactive voice response or robo-polling. I think one of the reasons is because those who answer those surveys are much more motivated, and right now I think the conservatives have re-energized their base and therefore are probably more likely to be answering that kind of survey. But we do see evidence in our own survey that conservative supporters are engaged. The desire for change is trending up, while liberal supporters have become less interested and engaged in the election since it started. That lends itself to a good environment for Mr. O'Toole and the conservative, certainly one that was better than before this campaign started. However, while the conservative campaign has been able to animate its past supporters, it hasn't yet made much progress in converting past liberal, NDP, Green, or Bloc supporters, hence why it's stuck at around its 2019 vote share. It's almost like we've returned to normal, the political environment pre-pandemic. The only difference remains the stronger position for the New Democrats and Mr. Singh. 
Despite, though, more people viewing Mr. Singh positively than last week, the NDP's vote share has stalled. More people are open to voting NDP than at any point in the past two years, but they remain hesitant to support the party outright. That could change, but the dynamics of the campaign, if they do shift away from a focus on Mr. Trudeau and, and why he called this election to what a potential Conservative government might or might not do, I think the risk for the NDP's support to be squeezed will increase. By suggesting he'd be open to working with Mr. O'Toole if the Conservatives win the most seats, I do think Mr. Singh is playing with some fire, That given that 82% of NDP supporters would prefer a Liberal government over a Conservative one. And so, as we start week three of this campaign, we are in a much closer race. Conservatives have a little bit of momentum. The NDP appears stalled where the Liberal vote is holding steady. How that might evolve with the first French language leaders debate this week, as well as the upcoming leaders debates next week, we will continue to track. For all of the details of this survey, you can visit abacusdata.ca, and I will be back later this week with an interview and some more insights into our polling. Have a wonderful day.